the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and saying hello to our worldwide audience for another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show, heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. Please go to the rescuersradioshow.org website where you can hear all the shows on podcast. As this is the listener-guided show, you can also donate through that website if you care to do that. Anyway, I have a great guest today that I'm really excited about. Uh, and to have him at this place in time, it's our second anniversary of the Re- Rescuers Radio Show. How about that? Here is Tom Brown, a radio broadcaster in mostly Christian faith-based stations and over for over 30 years, including this very station and studio, Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Hi, Tom. Art, how are you? I am so excited. You realize this is the first time that I've been on one of your shows. You've been on one of my shows a number of times. In this very studio, uh, I think. 20 years, yeah, and even uh, studio downtown once or twice. Yep. So we have a history together. Goes back a long time, and uh, it, it's very exciting to have you on on this particular show. You know, meaning so much for our second anniversary. Uh, we couldn't have a more perfect guest than you, Tom. No oh, more. That's so <laughs> sweet of you to say. Yeah. Now, also, uh, I think it was yeah, Koinonia. You were the first uh, announcer for Koinonia. What I uh, had done, you know, for a number of years there as well. Yep. So it, it just, there is a lot of interaction between the two of us. Well, and here I am back in the chair for two years. Yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. So, um, so that our, our audience knows you better and we do this with all the guests, please share your, your backstory. How did you get to this point in your life? Well, a couple of things. One, I grew up in a Christian home in prior Oklahoma, which northeastern Oklahoma, right uh, just outside of the Ozarks, and uh, I was saved when I was nine years old, and it was just within, I don't know, a few months, a year max, that for some reason I decided I wanted to be on the radio. That was early on. I just felt like that's what I wanted to do. Now I know, uh, as a much more mature Christian, that that was a calling. And I did pursue that. My cousin actually helped me, and 
Well, I'm in Fort Smith, Arkansas right now. I actually came to Fort Smith. It was my second radio job, but my first on my own. And that was 40 years ago. Oh, my gosh. 40 years ago. It just, it, I, I choked up there even trying to get 40 out. Wow. You know, it seems like so long ago. You're such a pup. And, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's interesting where God takes us throughout our lives and our careers. But I worked at the very first uh, contemporary Christian 24-hour music radio station that um, was FM, and it was actually owned by Ed Atzinger and Stu Epperson, and when they sold that station in 1984, they started Salem Communications, which is the owner, of course, of Salem Phoenix there. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, so they so they great own, radio stations across the country. So they owned that station you worked at in Arkansas. Uh, well, actually, that was uh, Tulsa when I left. Oh, okay, uh, Tulsa. Smith okay, here and then went to Tulsa. They had a translator here, and then to continue the big God, small world, um, a rock and roll DJ here in Fort Smith actually uh, got saved, and he was listening to that station KCFO in Tulsa through our translator here, and we're pretty sure that he actually listened to me some <laughs> thirty-eight years ago. And he's going on his 29th year um, for the Legacy Christian Station here in Fort Smith, which just a few weeks ago I got to help him out with a fundraiser. And, uh, you know, it's just, now imagine a new Christian listening to a 19-year-old kid 38 years ago, and God allowed us to work together again to... 29 years later. Oh my Isn't that gosh. incredible? That's an incredible story. What and a... we could go on and on and on, but I also... Well, we got time, buddy. I moved out to Phoenix and uh, started at KRDS. Yes. It was uh, the Christian AM there. Which is really under another call sign now, I think, right? Yeah, it's uh, it was 1190 AM, and it's, it's changed... But then you and I met when I moved over to another uh, legacy Phoenix radio station. And uh, can we say, and the rest is history. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, God is good. And it is incredible if you just follow what passion he puts in your heart and let him tell you what the next step is. Because I got off track so many times. Mm. Uh, trying to be my own guy, you know? Mm-hmm, yep. And uh, then when God called me back here to uh, uh, tend to my mom and my aunt uh, three years ago, I had no idea that I would get to participate at the local Christian radio station. That's not what God called me to do. You know, he called me to be take care of my aunt. Mm-hmm. And here I get to meet somebody that our paths crossed 29 years prior. <laughs> How incredible. I mean, that, that's that's just such a God story. In it. It's awesome. So, um, uh, and you you wore so many hats within the industry, not just being on air. You you were an engineer. You were uh, you did so many things within a station environment that I remember. Well, one of the funny things when I was a nineteen year old kid working at KCFL in Tulsa, I went into the general manager's office. It was uh, Dennis Warden, 
And uh, I said, I, I want your job. How do I get it? And, you know, <laughs> that's actually how I said it. Well, he said, learn every job in a radio station. So I really took that to heart. So over my career, I literally have been a general manager, a sales manager, a salesperson, uh, chief engineer of a radio station, on-air talent. I've done a couple of national talk shows. Uh, I've done music radio, obviously, uh, intermixed through all that. But I, I got to tell you, Art, one of my favorite things, one of my all-time favorite things, is God's allowed me to participate in the launching of probably over 137 radio shows over the years. Really? People have something to say. God calls them to do it, and I've been able to help them uh, realize either, in some cases, realize a dream, but in other cases, you know, uh, explain to them that God's called them and given them something to say, and they didn't even know it till they started doing it. So, and in fact, there's still a number of radio programs in Phoenix that uh, God allowed me to have a, a hand in getting going. They're still on? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Believe it or not. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> They have your footprint on it. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's, I, I got to tell you, it's kind of like having children. In fact, <laughs> the fact that I'm here on the second anniversary, you and I had so much uh, time together when you were the president of the Arizona Broadcasting Association. Yeah, for 30 and years. I was doing a lot of, uh, doing a lot of the things that uh, I mentioned there. But the fact that you're getting to do a show, and I love, I love the people you bring to the microphone. That was one of my uh, great delights when I was doing Koinonia there yep. at KPXQ. And just seeing your, the list of people that God has put on your program, my goodness, I love, I love what God's doing in the Valley of the Sun. It's all about Him. And, uh, you know, and one, you know, my networking capability is not what God's is, obviously. Right. And uh, and the the show the guests that have been on the show are either from guests that have been on the show, or other friends that I have that are great connectors, telling them about it and bringing them into the fold. And God has just opened up a floodgate. It's fun. So I I had to have you on the show, my friend. I'm so glad you did. <laughs> So you've been talking a little bit about that career, and, and there's there's been exciting times and also some ups and probably some down times. Uh, anything to say about either of those? What about the down times? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, almost all the down times that I've had professionally have been when it became about me. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. when... Uh, and, and I, unfortunately, there's a lot of folks there at the radio station in Phoenix that have seen me at my worst. Yes. You know, uh, you, you want to be a, a man of God. You want to be somebody that can be, uh, say, wow, he obviously knows Jesus because he acts like it. <laughs> well, I haven't always been that. But what I've found, and to be quite frank, stepping away for two or three years here, every time that there's been downtimes, it's because I either stopped listening to God in what he had for me next, or I was just believing my own press and the mirror was the best picture in the house, you know? Mm. And that's just nowhere to believe. And this industry, 
uh, outside of Christian radio and even inside Christian radio kind of lends itself to that, right? It's yeah. it, kind of, the whole point is, you know, if you're successful, what do they do? They put a billboard up, you know, <laughs> or, or they run TV ads, or there's all kinds of stuff, you know, because they're trying to promote that. So if you've got a little bit of challenge with ego, this is certainly an <laughs> industry that will, uh, that will take that and run with it. And if you, if you aren't careful, uh, it's pretty easy to lose the path, mm-hmm. and then you wake up and you're you're looking around and you're going, "Wow, how did I get here? What yeah. did I do?" And every time it's been because I just started focusing on me and my uh, what I wanted to do, or I just didn't think I needed God. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I parted ways with the ABA at the end of 2018, 2019 was my my walk in the wilderness year. Mm, yeah, I'm not really a retiring kind of guy, right? So I knew I needed another challenge. I knew I needed to to do something. Uh, my wife working full time, and and here I was. I was turning into the slug, right? Mm. And uh, towards the end of 19. And about January of 2020, uh, God said, uh, do a radio show. And I thought, what? Because I hadn't sat in the the host chair in so many years. And um, and so I I contacted a couple of people. I can't remember when I called you, but I talked to a couple of people here at Salem uh, and talked to them about the, the idea, and they said, well, what do you think it would be? I said, I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm praying about it. Yeah. And uh, they said, well, we would just love to have you here if we can figure this out. Yeah. So it took about till uh, March or early April. I was listening to a, a devotion at my—this <laughs> is going to be funny— uh, at my uh, a choir rehearsal at my church, there was a, a devotion before that uh, rehearsal, and it was about um, Zach Williams and the song Rescuers. Mm. Yeah, and how uh, and, and wow. it's kind of a story of his life. Yeah, and I thought, well, that's cool, and I prayed about it and. Before I knew it, I, I, I had it popped out of my mouth. Let's call it rescuers. Yeah. I said, "Can you manage the music part?" Which they can, and that's how it all started. And uh, so we had the theme. We had the, and the only two purposes that God laid in my heart was, um, you know, people that are changing and saving lives. That's all you need to do yeah. to know. Yeah. And so that's what's carried this show. Uh, and then COVID hit. And I thought, oh God, <laughs> what's gonna, what's going on? We're just ready to start this. In May of 2020 was our starting point. May, May 5th, and uh, and he he said, well, look above the darkness. There's going to be a lot of heroes, and that's what's that's how we started this, and that's what maintains the show. It's not me, it's him, and. Um, it's 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 incredible, you know. And it's it's interesting that a, the birth of the radio show would be in May because one of the things that you and I and Barb Beth 
Pinkney have shared for years has been that we always try to get now, you know, some years we were more successful than others, but we always have tried to, you know, get together to celebrate our May birthdays. Absolutely. All, yep. Uh, you know, it's always, okay, hey, it's time to say happy birthday to the crew, you know? Yep. And here, God birthed the radio show <laughs> that uh, is drawing on your, well, decades of faithful service to his calling. And, uh, you know, one of the things, too, that I think is important, Art, and I'm just so blessed that you're doing this now, is that, you know, God hasn't always called you to be a Christian broadcaster, right? No, that's he true. You, he put you in the White House. He put you in Congress. He had you all over. Uh, he, he led you doing some incredible broadcast things in Arizona. Uh, I know your audience knows this, but they may have forgotten that uh, your direction made something happen that had never happened at a state level before, and that's every broadcast entity sharing a broadcast to help those uh, that are in the uh, drug addiction community mm. and trying to reach out to them. And I had the, the honor and blessing uh, to kind of run the prayer room that we just prayed for everything that's going on. We weren't praying for uh, people calling in necessarily, but our prayer team was just covering everybody in prayer. Mm -hmm. But that's what God led you through. And you, you were... know? Uh, He used your talents mm. to, to make some incredible inroads and build relationships, and now he's saying, okay, uh, I, I'd like for you to continue this and shine the spotlight on other people that uh, I have called with a plan and a purpose. Mm. You know, I had, I, I had forgotten you were at all three documentaries in the background. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's not a state in the country that's ever been able to du duplicate any of those. And that's not my story. That's God's story. Yeah. It's stunning. It, it, even the most casual observer of broadcasting would say there is no way that every TV station and every radio station mm -hmm. are going to play the same program, and they're going to put the competition to the side, even if it's for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. It's unheard of. Mm -hmm. So, and you've witnessed the 100-person call center for each one of those. Yeah, yeah. That's where the that's where the uh, the real whole thing hit the hit the uh, hit the hearts of those that needed help uh, desperately. But you know, you know, brother, I'm gonna go back to you because <laughs> this is not <laughs> about me. See, uh, I got a, I, I got into interviewer mode, didn't I? Yeah. You're you're good at that. <laughs> it's what you do. It's in your heart. Um, so uh, you know you you when all your years in broadcasting, you interacted with authors, actors, musicians, pastors, politicians, the whole the whole realm. Uh, my question for you is: In all of those years, what was your favorite? Uh, did you serve any nonprofits? Did you did you you welcomed a lot of nonprofits? I know that. Yeah. Well, I joke that uh, my career, I've, I've, done a, I've, I've done a radio show at a truck stop in Tonopah, and I've done a radio show from the front porch of the White House. 
and just about everything in between. And it has been something, you know, God, we're, we're called to community. We're called to commune one with another, and it's called the body of Christ, right? Yeah. So some are the hands, some are the feet, some are the eyes, some of the ears, you know? So I realized, uh, I want to say probably about 25 years ago, something like that, that one of the gifts that God had given me was to give uh, instruction and structure and help to those that God had given voice to. Mm. Because there are a lot of great ministries and uh, civic organizations with people that have a heart of gold. But the last thing they would ever do is to talk about themselves and their role with that calling or what they're doing in the community. Yes. Uh, I remember being a part of the team that did uh, uh, Hope Fest. I, I remember uh, being to, getting to participate in uh, the, the team challenge, the, uh, the little the space they ha- have there on Grand, the, the hotel. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, one of the fundraisers, for that was we went to Encanto Park and we ran for a whole day. We did a relay race for something six in the morning to six in the evening. Wow! And just I could go on and on and on. The incredible people that I've been blessed to meet that are just doing what God's called them to do. Yeah, there are people out there that are uh, serving the homeless. There are people out there that are serving. Um, in a, or, or, or working in suicide prevention. There mm-hmm. are people that have so many different little areas, and it's been something for me personally. Um, our transitions came about the same time. Uh, God called me back here to Arkansas to take care of my mom and my aunt at the end of 2018, and uh, about the time you were making a change. And I got to get here, and I worked with the United Way of Fort Smith area. And one of the things we did, they had 32-member organizations. I did a weekly program uh, spotlighting each of their member organizations. Well, they had, uh, the summer that I moved here, they had what they called the uh, flood NATO. And basically, the Arkansas River flooded, uh, you know, the highest level it had been in, in the history, recorded history. And then they also had a tornado, two tornadoes, that kind of went pretty much through downtown. And uh, it just, I saw a community come together. Wow. And again, uh, being from Phoenix, I was, I wasn't expecting a lot to be quite frank. And I know that's uh, that's on me. But I was, I was stunned by the quality and expertise and the ability of people when they come together. I saw the civic community, the church community, everybody come together and serve in a way that was stunning to me. And uh, uh, it's just, God can make things happen anywhere Mm. if his children are willing to be used by him. Amen. And you may think, oh, you know, I have this skill or talent that nobody really needs. Uh, I don't know about that. You know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Say we've got about three minutes left or so, uh, but I want to tell. I want to talk about something. You your, your path came across 
a an author, Shanti Feldhahn. Yeah. And her book, The Kindness Challenge. Yep. Uh, yep. Tell, tell us what that encounter spoke to you about. Well, Shante was uh, incredible, and she still is. In fact, she, this last year during the pandemic, she herself uh, went through a cancer uh, challenge. Mm. And, it, you know, it's amazing when these health issues uh, can really uh, winnow away all the chaff, right? I mean, it can really bring it down to the nuts and bolts. But Shante was, uh, it, it is amazing how somebody can just observe and know so much about you. Well, the kindness challenge in particular was an event that uh, she just started interviewing people and uh, then created, because originally she's a researcher, and she created this entire system of questions. And you go on and take this, well, now, this has been about 10 years ago, but my school was like Miley Cyrus kind. You know, think about that. That was embarrassing. I mean, wow. I was, you know, nothing against Miley, but I was embarrassed. I hear you. I'm like, surely I'm a nicer person than that. Of course, my coworkers could have probably uh, told you pretty quickly. But, you know, uh, Shante Feldhahn is uh, somebody... Uh, she's done a lot of research on marriage and family, but specifically the uh, issues around uh, uh, how we interact with others. I really, really encourage anybody to to get out to the Kindness Challenge. Lee Strobel, uh, having him, yeah. hey. uh, getting to work with him. Hey, my friend, we're, we're running out of time here, and I am so sorry. <laughs> no worries. Because we're still on a roll here. But, you know, uh, I could talk. Tom Brown, you are a rescuer to many listeners over your career and the person you are, whoever you meet and greet. God's blessings on you, and thank you for celebrating the rescuer's second anniversary. Thanks, Tom. God bless. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.